And we're recording. Action. Action. This is not let's an let, action podcast. Let's let <laughs> let's let the intro roll in. Then. Okay. It happened. <laughs> it happened. It's over now. <laughs> and now this is the podcast. What's with the neighbors? Oh. That is Bree. And that's Amy. And yes. our show is about spooky and murderous things. And you funny. And we're funny. Yeah. Bri, I have something funny to take tell you. What, oh gosh, what? You're coming back to me. The plan, yes, in October, maybe. Oh, yeah. October. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. what I had to tell you. No, my plant that my my coworker gave me is like he's it's upset, and I don't know why. Take a picture of it. What kind okay. of plant is it? It's a lily or something. Put it outside. It's a lily. It doesn't like outside. I also use that that light that like I, every couple of days I'll put that all my yeah. plants in front of a light. I know. Does what did it did it bloom? No. Oh, has it bloomed yet, or is it just a bulb? I think it's. I don't know. I'll, <laughs> I was gonna I'll show say, it to you later. Uh, I'll tell you my lilies, and you know my front garden. They took like two yeah. years to come up, and they finally bloomed. So they blo- they were no. bloomed for like three weeks, and they they finally died. I think it's like a tiger lily. I can't remember. Pretty. Or a zebra. Anyways. Um, <laughs> a zebra. I don't think that's a lily. Yeah, it is. It's a cheetah lily. <laughs> uh, I want to do a shout out to um, my mother-in-law, if that's okay. Shout out. I've, shout out to Sarah. Yep. I found out over the weekend that she actually listens to us. Oh, what's up, Sarah? Yeah. And she was, well, kind of on the show. Yeah, right? She was there in spirit. She was there. (laughs) She was watching us record, but I... (laughs) She's the reason we named our episode Assy Spray. Yeah. I just, I thought it was funny. Like, I was like, you listen? And she was like, yeah, you silly. Like, I was like, I don't know why I thought, I I just assumed nobody listens to us. (laughs) Yeah, me too. <laughs> so it's I okay. thought it was really sweet. She was like, uh duh. Oh, <laughs> I was sweet. Like, oh, Makes yeah. our day. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, thanks, Sarah. Um anyways, I have a I have a do we have any announcements? No, I don't. Looks no. like I have a unibrow. Oh, a couple people I No, you don't. You look it looks like I have a unibrow. Okay, thank you. No me. Oh, okay. No, you look good. Um thank you. Uh, we went to the fair yesterday, and a couple, I wore a "What's with the Neighbor" shirt, and I got a couple of um, people asking. And this nice. one lady, I need to look into Casper site on YouTube. She said he is hilarious, and he like does like paranormal and stuff. Um, but yeah, she was. I wore my anomaly detected, and she was cracking up at my shirt. Yes, I love so, it. Yay! Shout out to you, the lady. super slide lady. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get your name. <laughs> Is she gonna listen to us? She I think so. She said she was gonna look out. us up. Yeah. Right on. Um, I 
You did you see what my your son did? Yeah, the shower curtain. <laughs> what the heck? Like what the Come heck, on, Tony? <laughs> Why? What? He kept like getting up on his hind legs, like looking up, and I'm like, don't do-. like I, I knew what was all going the way up this. the shower curtain, guys. <laughs> no, he jumped. Oh he jumped God. from the counter all the way to on top of the rod. Thinking that he there was like a shelf up there or something, <laughs> I was like, "Bro, like, what are have you?" You've never doing? seen a shower curtain before. <laughs> he has because you had one. I know. Like, he like probably jumped on it and immediately regretted it. He's like, "Oh, he did." He's like, "Wait, he's there's like, no shelf up here to land on." <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Okay, if you could choose your name, what would it be and why? Why do you always ask me these hard questions? I'm sorry. <sighs> I don't know. I, I really like name. your name. I like Bree. Yeah. Brianna. Yeah. I like That's a good I've, name. I've never not liked my name. I don't like my middle name. Danielle. Why? Because that so I told I think I've told you before, but we lived across some across the road from some people and the two, the daughters were named Brianna and Danielle, and the one girl named Danielle. I think she got mental help, um, but she was really into the movie The Crow, and one day oh. she came out and dressed in all black with a knife and like chased me and like all the other kids down the streets, and she wanted to like kill me or kill. I I don't oh know gosh, if it was right. just me, but I think it was just us. We locked ourselves inside of like the neighbors. Um, screened in porch down the road and then uh-huh. my brother was like further down the road with like some i don't know if you've ever seen those like bushes with like the really pointy ends but they grabbed some yeah. of those leaves that were really pointy and we're trying to use them as swords it was really heck? weird anyway <laughs> i don't like crows and i don't like my middle name that much because it makes me think I, of that. <laughs> i i could see that <laughs> She was not what seen the again. Heck? I hope she got help. I hope she's okay now. Um, it was, it was a really weird thing that had happened. That is very bizarre. That's also like, and also I was like really young, story. so like some of the details maybe. But that's what my sister and my brother also confirm. Well, my sister and brother confirm it. So that is so weird, Bree. <laughs> um. Okay, so you keep your name. Yeah. But you yeah, what about you? Name. Yeah. I don't know. I've I've I'm sorry, parents, but I've never liked my name. Um, no, you haven't. Yeah. Uh I think it's too like girly, you know? Yeah, that's why I like Brie better than Brianna, because I feel like it's yeah. too girly. Um I really always liked my middle name, Nicole. Yeah. That's so, a and very common middle name for that time. Yes, it is. <laughs> um I don't know. I'm not going to change my name. Like, that's weird. <laughs> like, everyone, you can now start calling me Nicole. So... Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. from friends. I don't know. <laughs> and then Thank he you. named his, Paul Rudd named himself Crap Bag. <laughs> crap Bag. <I'm> crap Bag. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, Do you have a neighborhood story? Yes, I do. Oh, crap. Where did it go? Oh, I pasted it in there. Why isn't it in there? 
Son of a biscuit. While you're looking for it, you know how I told you that I have this memory of someone hitting my car door? Yeah. I don't think it actually happened. (laughs) Because I asked my parents and they were both of them. My dad remembers like that type of stuff because it has to do with the car. And I was and I was like, I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. If you guys don't remember, they're like, well, maybe we weren't like your first person to call. And I was like, I would call you because I wouldn't know what to do if I was like, you know, an adult. And so I don't think it happened. Well, um, I'm sorry. But it's weird that I have... Did I just make that up? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. And so then, like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just losing it. Was that a memory from, like, from before? Like Maybe it was, like, a dream. I don't know. Oh, whoa, yeah. That's super cool. Right? Um, I like that idea. So let's just say you lived another life, and then that happened. Yeah, which actually kind of sucks, though, because I was exactly the same type of person <laughs> in this memory as I am now. So, so like a really, bratty teenager, a bratty teenager, like smart mouth and off to somebody. So that's kind of really sad. You know, it's, you know, I mean, we're all kind of bratty when we're teenagers a little bit. Yeah, I was I was a lot. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. You had a lot to live up to. Your name was Amy, so so girly and bratty. <laughs> <laughs> what is your neighborhood story? Okay. All right. I have found it. It is. I think it's on Facebook. It's from or it's from Facebook. It says, Hi neighbors. I live in Garfield Road on Garfield Road. On Monday night, someone came in my front garden and stolen one of my plant pot fyi i got fyi pot got my mother ashes in she wasn't a nice person hence keeping her in the garden whoever was stolen her can you return her please if not i hope she haunts you <laughs> sorry i read I it the way it was written one. and then a comment said well i hope she i hope she does haunt them bless you <laughs> and then someone else said i hope she does too oof that's rough yeah (laughs) they're gonna open it up and see like all these ashes and they're like oh well whoops (laughs) wonder what they thought was in it drugs maybe it was a nice urn maybe they needed it for another maybe Maybe it was like a hand-me-down urn and they're using it for their grandparents (laughs) (laughs) okay so things that uh, we shouldn't use as hand-me-downs yeah, exactly. One of them underwear, and then yeah. the other one would be urns, <laughs> coffins. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this week is hometown horrors. Uh, we're getting back on track because we were a little off track. We did the second week of the month last week yes. or last month. So now we're gonna go back to the first week. Correct. So you're getting a little bit earlier, technically. Yeah. So don't be mad about it. So this, yeah, be grateful. So I am going to, I'm trying to decide. I'm going to do, I'm going to just, I'm just going to go with how I have them listed. I don't know why I was trying to decide. Okay. Um, So this is actually from a listener. 
his name is John. Hi, John. And, hi, John. Um, he said, when I was about 12 years old, when I was roughly in seventh grade, I was living in Sacramento County, which that's in California. Um, two detectives showed up at my door. My mom wasn't there. They wanted to talk to me about a residential burglary. I said no because my mom wasn't there. Okay. So they smart, very good job. Yeah. So they left their card. When my mom got home, she called the detectives and she found out he I was being accused of stealing my father's um from stealing from my father's house, jewelry and money and a gun. They ended up bringing me down to the sheriff's office to take a polygraph test. So it sounds like his parents were separated. Okay, yeah. Um, they strapped me to the test and they asked me all sorts of questions. I denied everything, although I did admit to stealing a Playboy magazine from his bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me. Good for you asked, for being honest. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> they asked me where I was at this day and at this day and time. And I told them I was actually camping near a lake with my dad's girlfriend's son. I wasn't even in town. I was allowed to go back home, but I was still shaken up from thinking I was going to be a 12-year-old in jail. The detectives ended up asking my grandmother, who called the cops, why she was accusing me for the robbery. And she said, because the Ouija board told her I did it. What? <laughs> Super, like, <laughs> like that, what the heck? The perfect witness. Yeah, let's ask a Ouija board. That's that's reliable. That's reliable. And like, could you imagine oh you're the detective finding out this after, and you're like, we just like so traumatized this twelve year old. You mean God. you got your source from a Ouija board? <laughs> what the heck? My horoscope said it was going to happen. <laughs> My horoscope said it was going to happen. Also, I'm going to get lucky later this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, John. That was funny. Yes. Also, was funny. I'm sorry that you you should probably get into therapy for that. If it's still bugging <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's traumatizing. <laughs> Could you imagine being 12 and hooked up to a lie detector test? Oh my god. No, thank you. <laughs> I'd be afraid to do anything. I know. Poor kid. That was a good one. Okay. Um, my first story is from. I actually found a bunch of really cool stories from Reader's Digest. That people oh, like per people's personal accounts. Love so, that sh that yeah. magazine. Yeah. Um. So this one starts out. Uh, the ambulance company that I used to work for had a haunted ambulance rig twelve. Uh, recounts Reddit.com user Zerbo. So a lot of EMTs had stories about it, but I never put much stock in paranormal stuff. That is until I had my own experience with rig twelve. My partner and I were working in a rural community at 3 a.m. and it was pitch dark and completely quiet. We were both dozing. I was in the driver's seat and she was in the passenger seat. I assume they were probably stopped just yeah. waiting for like an emergency to happen. Yeah. I woke up to a muffled voice, but I thought it was my partner talking. I told her I was trying to sleep and closed my eyes. I distinctly heard a male voice say, oh my God, am I dying? Followed what? by a few seconds of heavy breathing. My partner and I sat up straight and looked back into the patient compartment where it sounded like the voice had come from. 
things were quiet for a couple of seconds. Then we heard the click of an oxygen oxygen bottle regulator and a hiss <sighs> as if it was leaking. I turned on the lights and we ran out of the rig. I thought a transient transient uh, might have uh, climbed in while we were asleep. So we opened the rear doors. No one was there. I checked the oxygen bottles. Neither was open, and we didn't sleep much after that. That's so creepy. (laughs) Thank you, Reddit user Zerbo. But also, like... How cool. That's so sad. Like, the last moments in their life. That's probably what you heard. Oh, my God. Am I dying? That's probably what they heard. That's so sad. But I do wonder, like, what else does that think? Does it the the ambulance like that would be scary to think that it's haunted? Like, can it control the oh my god vehicle? <laughs> <laughs> so creepy! Why won't my oh turn my signals turn off? <laughs> <laughs> be turning okay, on the so, hazard lights. Sorry, that's okay. This one is actually from my grandmother. Oh, thanks, Grandma. Yeah. Oh, wait. Why did I say my grandmother? Gra- yeah. You're... This is from my mother. Oh, your mother. <laughs> your mother. Thanks, Candy. Thanks, Candy. Um, So it says, at just 15 years old, my grandmother was going door to door selling something. I don't remember what she was selling, but she was trying to raise some money. She went to a house and knocked on the door, and a man opened the door. He took her inside and then raped her. <gasps> she went She went home and told her mom, and her mom, ashamed of what happened, forced my grandmother to marry him at just 15 years old. I don't believe she got pregnant from that rape, but she did have a child that was born and did, and did not make it. She then had two more children, then got pregnant with a set of twins. When she was just four months pregnant with the twins, her husband, the man that raped her, uh, pushed her down the stairs and she lost the babies. What? She was so, right? She was so scared of her husband that she would sleep in a separate room and sleep with a knife in her nightstand. She was just 23 years old at, and had three kids from the same, from this man. So she had three kids at just 23 years old. Wow. Yeah. They owned a duplex and she lived in one side and he lived in the other. And one day a man knocked on the door and she asked him, are you here for my stepdaughter? Because he, the other man had children, it sounds like. And he said, no, I'm here for you. Then he kissed her on her lips. She went on to divorce that man and married my grandfather. The man that kissed her. He. uh, They went on to have two more children. One of them being my mom. He was so good to her. And accepted her other children as his own. And they lived happily ever ever after. Not very crimey. But he did uh, assault her. Or. This is not very crimey, but he did rape her and there was domestic violence. It's so sad and crazy. She had to sleep with a knife because she was so scared of him. Love your podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Aww. Oh, my Thank gosh. You right? Aww, I just, I know she was tough. She was a scrappy yeah. old lady. 
That sounds yeah. a lot like my great grandma, like her similar story. Like Jeez. just sad. Like, oh, he raped you, so go marry him. Yeah. Like, no. Do that's, the opposite. That's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. But that's the times that's you know, times were yeah. so different back then. Yep. Things were exactly. different. Thanks, Candy. Thanks, Kanda. All right. So this next one I'm really excited about. Okay. I'm so freaking stoked for this. So you're on TikTok, right? Yes, but you told me not to really be on TikTok this week. I mean, I'm sure you've heard that aliens are real. Yes. Um, okay. Can I say something about that real quick? Yeah. Please. My, my, Michael, my brother-in-law, if you're listening, you need to stop being obsessed with my father-in-law's belly button. <laughs> What? So. <laughs> oh no, old geezer's coming out. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> Michael, enough with the belly button. <laughs> So let me explain. Okay. Because okay. that has nothing to do. It doesn't sound like anything to do with aliens. Okay. But so my Michael, my brother-in-law, is obsessing over my father-in-law's belly button because he says he doesn't have one. And so now he thinks he's an alien. Have you seen Kyle X have- XY? Yeah, yes. Or is it Kyle XY? Or uh, yeah, like it that? is. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a belly button. <laughs> um, He does have a belly button, but Michael thinks he doesn't. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Such a weirdo. <laughs> this has to end, Michael. He's got, like, pictures in his... I like his pictures. Like, he's got, like, a whole, like cop like crime scene picture thing the the lines and the red different angles of where like all these pictures that he's gotten (laughs) anytime anytime your father-in-law takes a shower and he's visiting he just so happens to accidentally go into the room when he's showering (laughs) he also we spent a lot of time with him this weekend he also uh was like so excited he was like i've touched two beards now and i was like that's not something we talk about michael he's (laughs) like he had to ask mike uh rick he's like will you can i touch your beard (laughs) rick's like okay (laughs) and and michael's like i've touched two beards now (laughs) two beards my whole life oh my gosh (laughs) That's funny. You know how Natalie loves hair? Yeah. She just loves to like pet hair. When my father-in-law came to visit, he's got that thick mustache. She she likes to touch Josh. She's like, she's touched Josh's in the past. Like she'll like, yeah. like rub it. And yeah. he'll say, you want to pet the kitty? And she'll like. Oh, that's weird. That is, yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds, now that I say it out loud. Thanks. Yeah. that's. <laughs> I'm glad that you didn't think of that beforehand. <laughs> Like, um, until I if it was a woman, maybe <laughs> that's true. Anyways, okay, so okay. <clears throat> all right, sorry, super excited. Aliens are real, guys. Okay, so if Yay. you haven't seen on TikTok or face any social media, 
everything going on. There's a huge, like, big court hearing right now about this UFO-ness, whatever. Yeah. So I looked into it a little bit. I didn't get super, super into it, but I'm, like, because there's going to be new stuff coming out about it all the time, every day. Right. So currently a hearing is going on regarding our national security against UFOs and UAPs, which is unidentified anomalous phenomena and the government's actual know abouts of them. Former military intelligence officer told House lawmakers that Congress is being kept in the dark about UFOs slash UAPs, alleging at the hearing that executive branch agencies have withheld information about these mysterious objects for years. David Grush, Grush, who I think is Grush, who served 14 years as an intel officer in the Air Force and National. Hold on, <clears throat> my geezer laugh came out. Some my throat's getting all weird. Yeah, um, and National Geo Geospatial Intel Agency appeared before the House along with two former pilots who had firsthand experiences with UAPs. He also served as a representative on two Pentagon task forces investigating UAPs until earlier this year. He told lawmakers that he was informed of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program. During the course of his work examining classified programs, he said he was denied access to those programs when requested and accused of the military of misappropriating funds to shield these operations from congressional oversight. So like they're hiding money. Um, I'm going to go over just like some key things over like some of the interviews. Okay. So in David Grush's uh, testimony, he was asked, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? He replied, something I can't discuss in a public setting. This was followed by the interviewer asking, if you believe we have crashed craft, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? And he answered that some biologics came with some of these recoveries that were not human. So there's something alive in there and it's not human, like flying a craft. Um, formal, oh former Navy pilot of F-18's Ryan Graves also spoke out about his encounters with UAPs during these training missions in Virginia Beach in 2014. He had described them as dark gray or black cubes inside of a clear sphere with the apex or tips of the cubes were touching the inside of that sphere. He recounted an incident where a fellow pilot told him about one incident about 10 miles off the coast in which an object between 5 and 15 feet in diameter flew between (gasps) two F-18s and came within 50 feet of them. He said there was no acknowledgement of the incident or way to report the encounter at the time that the UAP or at the time and the UAP encounters were not rare or isolated. He then expressed that this is a security and safety issue, whether it's a foreign drone or then it's a national security problem. And if it's something else, then it's something for science. Either way, UFOs are a concern for flight safety. The American people deserve to know what is happening in our skies. Um, The last guy, David Favor, 
may have corrected it. Fravor, who spotted a large object captured in what is now a famous TikTok video during a flight off the coast of California in 2004, he Mm -hmm. said that he and another pilot spotted these smooth, seamless, oval-shaped object hovering over the water before it rapidly climbed about 12,000 feet in the air, then accelerated and disappeared. It was detected roughly 60 miles, 60 miles away, less than a minute later. And I guess they'd had like they, whenever they went down, cause they didn't have pictures of it or anything. They had mm-hmm. told other pilots about it who were about to go up and then they got pictures of it or videos of oh it. Oh my gosh. All witnesses agreed that current reporting systems are inadequate and they need to be in, they need to investigate UAP encounters. <clears throat> So that's what's going on on in the alien world. In that is so TikTok. scary. I know, isn't that wild? Yeah. I saw a video today. People are like going crazy about all these, and they're like, "Well, you know, I'm kind of glad that the aliens are shy, and it's not like something like yeah. world the worlds war of the worlds or whatever." Yet, I I saw I saw a TikTok that was like that. Someone's like, "It's kind of cute that they're shy. Yeah. Like <laughs> they just pop in and hey guys, what are you doing? Oh no, go away! <laughs> Leave me alone! Leave my way! Free! That's so scary! Isn't that wild? <laughs> Yeah, that that blew my mind. I, I don't like been, it. Like, on many holes this week about it. Speaking of aliens, I have an alien story for you. Seek. So this one is from a listener named David, and David, Ew, David. said, "Ew, David." <laughs> um, <laughs> David said, "I was having a hard time sleeping, so I went." outside to have a smoke in my backyard in Redding, California. I was looking south when I immediately noticed a bright orange light in the sky when a flicker with a flicker like appearance looking as though it was engulfed in flames or on fire. I pulled out my phone to capture it. And upon recording, I accidentally engaged the flash function, causing an immediate response from the object. Now it is heading, he, now heading in my direction. Quickly, I started taking, taking rapid fire pictures while recording video until the object was directly overhead. Frightened by the response, I ran into my house and not knowing what I had captured or filmed or digital film. I later looked at the pictures and each photo is different. There's a lot of half moon shapes than what appears to be a fire and the color, a ball of fire and the colors are changing. This was on July 15th, 2018 at 2 a.m. And in 2019, the same, there was the same object, object seen in Hawaii. Whoa. So I got to see these photos. I was supposed to get a picture of them but that didn't happen so i asked for the photos again i'm hoping i can get the photos from them but yeah um if so it's crazy like maybe the, post them when this comes out yeah so like the photos it looks like like the edge of what could be like a sphere okay. like a like what a normal alien shape like yeah ship like would kind of look like yeah like a disc like uh-huh. half of that and like then all of a sudden like the next photo it's like a ball of fire and then like the disc again and a ball of fire it's really weird that is so weird oh goosebumps 
I know. Thank you, David. Sorry. <sighs> Thank you, David. Uh, speaking of goosebumps. So we have a great first segues. Off, <laughs> yeah. I need I need to put in an apology for a listener um, who sent in their story like over a year ago. Um, what? It was a very long story. Um, let me just let me just say when I put it into Microsoft Word at font 12, it was like 14 pages. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So so let me explain myself, listener. <laughs> I think you know who you are if you still listen to us and or they're just like, oh, no, I hate them because they don't want to share my story. And I'm so sorry yeah. if you feel that way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, our we in our listener stories slash hometown stories we share multiple stories at least like three or four a person so we have to have time to do that and at least like maybe like an hour hour 15 usually listener episodes are shorter so right that's my that's my reason um i reread it i've read it all before but it's been oh, forever since i read it and i reread all of your stories the other night and i scared the shit out of my husband and myself to the point to where he didn't want to go to bed um so thank you Aww. for that <laughs> they're great <laughs> stories but dear god they sound like a horror movie um so they're different incidents and i just went in and cut all the incidents out and like separated all the stories and i got like seven or eight different incidents in there oh okay so you're going to so share them Yes. Um, this Peach. person wanted to, yes. Yeah. This person wanted to remain, remain anonymous. Um, that's a, okay. So we're just mm -hmm. going to call this person H. Okay. So it starts out. This is the first one. I'm going to read them all in order too, because it's like important to know them all in order. And if you want to know right. all the previous ones, we'll tell you to go to the previous hometown horrors. Okay. So. I am 28 years old, and this story is about the family home that I now own with my husband in the 1980s. Own with my husband in the 1980s, my grandparents built a beautiful house in a good neighborhood in Fairbanks. My grandparents were the world's greatest people and the type of grandparents every person would hope to have, and they helped raise me. I spent my days at their home and loved to explore the collection of cool items they'd missed during their interesting lives full of travel and cool experiences. My single mother and I lived in a home in another neighborhood until my grandmother died of cancer when I was 10. We, moved, we then moved into my grandparents' house and my grandpa moved into the attached mother-in-law apartment that previously had been rented to mostly couples or Lutheran church interns that would cycle through on a yearly basis. Right. My grandfather died by the time I was 12, leaving us to occasionally rent the apartment out. Perhaps I had simply been too young to notice anything creepy going on in the home or wasn't there enough to notice strange activity prior to me moving in full time. But from the moment I moved in, I developed an aversion to the lower level of the house. I think my grandparents' deaths may have allowed whatever was in the downstairs to suddenly become active or that it may have reacted to their deaths somehow. Oh. <clears throat> Either way, the downstairs became incredibly uncomfortable and creepy to me. We did not really have, first off, like downstairs is creepy regardless. So I don't right. blame you. Always. Yeah. Uh, we did not really have any need to go down there. And it was, and while it was fully furnished, we mostly used it as storage. Similar to the upstairs, old family portraits and random art pieces decorated the walls. 
The, my grandparents had a love for old things and antiques, and many of our family photos were from generations prior. One of the most notable was an old portrait of a well-dressed, serious-looking couple in a large gold frame that looked like it was taken in the early part of the 20th century. My grandparents were okay. both from Midwestern farming families with about a dozen siblings each, so it wasn't unusual that I didn't recognize the couple in the photo as they were likely to be old, distantly related to me. Okay. The downstairs portion of the home could be its own small apartment. Once you enter the home, you can go upstairs through the door and into the upper level or choose to go downstairs through a similar door. The downstairs was made a made of three consecutive rooms that one could walk straight through. The first room was a living room and an attached mini bar. The following room was a guest bedroom where most of the photos hung. And through that room, you could reach the bathroom. It was not typically used for guests, so there was no bed, just boxes of antiques and random pieces of furniture. Immediately upon moving in, the downstairs felt hostile. You could feel that you were unwelcome and not alone, as if someone were standing behind your back, hatefully watching you, waiting to chase <gasps> you upstairs Ew. at any moment. I had no reason to no. be scared but i was terrified and for the most part wouldn't go there down there alone even taking my cat with me in desperate attempt to feel safe mm -hmm. it was worth yep, mentioning that. that that he would fight me the entire time and clearly didn't want to go down there the feeling of negative knew. yeah the feeling of a negative presence so strong that you could feel something come into your room and then leave also spread into the upstairs occasionally, but I assured myself that it was just me imagining things and creeping myself out. As I got older, both my mom's and my mental health took a downturn. We both had been traumatized by my grandparents' deaths, and this manifested into my mother's depression and becoming a hoarder, and she was incapable of getting rid of items and clung to anything new we brought in. For me, I developed extreme anxiety disorder, serious depression, self-harm, suicide attempts, my anxiety was so bad that I spent the majority of my life for several years home alone as my mom worked during the day and slept a lot when she was home. While skeptical yeah. in general, I have always been a believer in the supernatural as I have experiences throughout my life. These beliefs were strengthened during my adolescence and unexplainable things happened in this home. Okay, I'm almost done. The first no, this experience, is scary. yeah, the first experience that I can remember beyond the creepiness of the downstairs was the night my grandpa died and I stopped and stopped to say goodbye. He oh. had a series of strokes that let, left him severely disabled and frequently spent time in the hospital. His final visit, I was unaware of his close to death, how close to death he was. My mom received a call late at night and left for the hospital while I, stayed, while I stayed awake playing computer games until the middle of the night. At one point, I felt a presence walk into the room behind me. It was incredibly clear. You know the feeling when someone walks in the room and you can feel where they are even if your back is turned. I mm -hmm. know deep down that it was my grandfather, my normal grandfather, not the shell of himself I had been living with the past two years. I very Aww. clearly felt him behind me and an overwhelming feeling of love and comfort surrounded me. It felt like a goodbye and a reassurance that he was back to himself. 
I froze, comforted by, but afraid until eventually the feeling faded and I felt alone again. I knew without knowing that he was gone. A few hours later, my mom came through the front door and called my name to see if I was awake. Before she said anything, I felt in my gut that I had been right. He had passed. She then broke the news to me and told me when only a few minutes before I had felt him with me. I was sad, of course, but reassured because I knew, in fact, he was better and that he had moved on. That is the yeah. only positive experience experience out of many experiences within this home. So that's the first oh, I'm going to give you. That one's the lightest, happiest one. All the rest go downhill. So get ready. Isn't that so Great. sad? <laughs> that's, that's so really sweet. Sad. Yeah. But like I get oh, that. Like you like know you. this person and they're in pain for like the last yeah. few years of their life and then like they're at peace. Yeah. yeah. It that's very comforting, but it's still so it's still hard to lose a loved one. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Thank you, H. That was, wow, that was really moving. I apologize. It's taking me so long, but I'm getting them in there (laughs) now. (laughs) Okay. So my last one is about Larry Sanders. Oh, okay. So um, July, thanks. It's not from Larry. Larry. It's just about about Larry. Larry. Well, thanks for, you know, being the star. We don't, nope. We don't want to, we don't want to thank Larry. We don't want to thank him. All right. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> um, okay. So July 9th, 2022, 53-year-old Larry Sanders was charged with murder of Jimmy Knighton, who, while the two were noodling in the South Canadian River near Atta, Oklahoma. Um, what's noodling? So I'm glad you asked because I wrote it. I had to look it up. Um, noodling, because I pictured noodling was someone making noodles yeah. <laughs> in their so, so I'm glad I that's don't what know. your innocent mind pictured. <laughs> so noodling is the practice of catching catfish by hand. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. They do that in the South. Yeah. So Larry and Jimmy ended up getting into a physical dispute after Jimmy allegedly summoned a Bigfoot to come and kill Larry. So according to Larry, according to Larry, Jimmy was trying to get away so he wouldn't be eaten. So it sounds like Jimmy was like, yoo-hoo, Bigfoot. It's like a Pokemon. And Jimmy and Larry was like, no, I don't want to be eaten and was running away. Um, I choose Bigfoot. And and Larry was like, no, stop, Jimmy. I want you to be eaten. And or or no, no, no. It sounds like Jimmy was like, yoohoo, Bigfoot come eat this guy and then he was running away so he wouldn't get eaten and jimmy's like no i don't want to get or larry was like no i don't want to get eaten so um valid he he so larry attacked jimmy so he couldn't get away and he beat him and strangled him to death so on july 10th jimmy's body was recovered in the river and larry was arrested and charged with first degree murder so 
Also, that, I don't think you can. I don't really think you can. Ha- yes. That really happened? Yes. Look it up. Larry Sanders. Whoa. He's like. What? You can't summon Bigfoot. Poor Jimmy. Jimmy's like, nah, nah. Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's my buddy. He's coming He's to get you. He's going to eat you. <laughs> Bigfoot was out of town that weekend. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Oh, poor wrong Jimmy. <laughs> like, oh, what that's the really heck? Sad. <laughs> people are so... People are so weird. Yeah. Also, they probably were on drugs. They had to have been, right? Yeah. Like, Larry's like, not today, Bigfoot. <laughs> no, it's not okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, um, I had a neighborhood story. Okay. So my neighborhood story is, so I had a neighbor. Uh, this was from Google. Good okay. old Goog. So I had a neighbor, 80 years old or more, widowed guy. Every time I'd get the newspaper delivered to my mailbox, when I would open it, I would find the crossword done. I don't do them or care. A day day I decided to try to catch who was doing my crosswords. Day one, 8 a.m., they were already done. Day two, 7.30 a.m., already done. Day three, 7 7 a.m., I decided to give up. (laughs) (laughs) Who's doing my crosswords? Oh, that's so cute, though. He was probably doing them. Yeah. (laughs) My grandparents used to do the crossword together. It was so cute. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love it. That's so precious. We're going to get, um, so follow us on TikTok and stuff and Patreon and go buy some shirts, um, buy some merch, buy some merch guys. You, um, rep us, please like represent us, you yeah. know, yeah, you like, know, um, you listen, cool, great shirts. Yeah, if you listen, you should buy a shirt. Also, send in your hometown horrors. So yes, um, it could be your personal accounts. It could be someone you know's accounts. It could be something that we that's weird that happened in your town. If there's or if there's like a really small story that you don't think is like a very big story for us to cover that just happened on the news last night, let yeah. us know and send us the article of it or something, and we'll like read it. So yeah, yeah. If the we, if if the neighborhood crazy lady was walking naked through the neighborhood and got arrested, then we want to hear about it. Or if you have like an, a really neighbor that's that. super annoying and you yeah. want to tell us about yeah, vent, your annoying, vent to us about your annoying neighbors. Guys. We want to hear it. We want we want the gossip. Yep. We, we want the gossip. We want the tea. Spill it. The four one one. Yeah. Um, anyways, so <laughs> four one one. Anyways, we're gonna get um so have you checked on the neighbors? What's with the neighbors? Bree Bree Amy, Amy out out You're delayed to me too. <laughs> you sucks, guys. Buy us a plane ticket. (laughs) Yeah, buy us a plane ticket. Yeah, we want to see Brie, (laughs) Um, or Brie wants to see me. What? What is? What about cats? 
Say hi to your cats for us. Meow. Don't get dead. <laughs>